And we're back with Bruising Reviews on a very special episode. I'm here with Cole. Cole made it all the way down here to come do a podcast with us. And Joel decided to stay in Minnesota like a jerk. So here we hey, are. Hey, I'm not a jerk. Okay. He's just nice. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, But we're doing a very special episode on the rise of Skywalker. We all saw it this weekend. And now we want to talk about it. So, Rise of Skywalker has to be probably the most looked forward to Star Wars movie of all time after The Last Jedi, I would think. Uh... Well, I don't. Know. I don't know if you can say that. I, I don't know about that. I think I'm trying to Rise keep up the Skywalker podcast, guys. Okay, put some drama. Fandom enough where that's not true. Okay, well, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> so I take it all back. There's no one's looking forward to this movie at all. <laughs> I, I no, don't I'm not say that either. <laughs> okay, you're, so I gotta, you're I gotta, wrong I, again. I, I gotta find somewhere in the middle. Is what you're telling <laughs> yes, me. Yes, it's somewhere in the middle. This is a well-anticipated movie. Oh, there we go. No, see, that's why I'm glad you came here this time, Cole. Now we can actually know. <laughs> you can clarify these things. Yes. But uh, we saw it and um. The critics kind of panned this one a little bit. Um, the audience loved it, and I honestly say I saw it actually twice this weekend, and I've, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of this movie. Yeah, I think the the critics are stupid. Well, they're stupid, but... <laughs> aren't, aren't we critics now, though, now that we have a podcast? Technically, yeah, we are critics. Yeah, Who yeah, can we become? <laughs> no, but, like, I can see why this movie didn't score really high with the critics as far as it's not, like... What the movie had in it wasn't like blowing anyone's mind as far as just from like a pure movie standpoint, but I thought it fit in really well, actually tying together episode seven and eight, which I wasn't sure how well anybody could do, and like this one actually kind of made them all make sense. But and I think especially a lot of people had the question because there was a couple people I talked to after I saw this movie that were like, "Oh, they clearly didn't have a plan for this trilogy after the Last Jedi." I feel like they kind of knew where they were going. Like, look, when I saw it a second time, it do, it didn't feel like, they might have done some, like, tweaking, but it felt like the story as a whole from 7 to 9 makes sense. Like, that this is where it ends up. Agreed. I, yeah, I agree with that. I would disagree with the whole, it feels like it was planned. Okay, well then, and again, we can never know because they're never going to admit it. But J.J. Abrams said he, this is kind of where he wanted it to go. I, I, oh, I no, it, like, I feel like it was planned from J.J. Abrams from episode 7, but it definitely was not planned from 7 to 8 to 9. Well, no, but see, but what I told Cole, too, is I think The Last Jedi, because I said when I got out of The Last Jedi, 9 will determine whether or not The Last Jedi holds up. And I think The Last Jedi is better for this movie. A lot of people say, like, oh, the retcon stuff. I'm like, no, I think it made The Last Jedi better. And I already liked it a lot. I, I will admit that it made The Last Jedi better, but I will say that it definitely retconned a lot of The Last Jedi. But remember what, I, again, I had predictions saying that, like, Snoke was a puppet of Palpatine. Once I found out Palpatine was going to be in this movie. Makes sense, right? Like, so now Snoke's Yeah, it makes sense. And then also, we find out who Rey's parents are, who I also said that Kylo Ren was probably, I thought he, he was messing with her to try to get him to join his side. So, like, your parents were no one's. Like, also true. So, I'm like, the things that people had problem with The Last Jedi, this movie technically fixed, so you really can't have a problem with them anymore. Could they explain it? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, so I'm right, you're wrong. So, so what are your problems? Like, what, what's up to they on with this, Joel? Like, what do you feel like they changed too much? Raised parents and who Snoke was, I think. It's kind of what they... No, I, I don't think... I just don't think that it was planned necessarily. I think... There's a lot of aspects in this where you could basically hop over episode eight, no problem. 
Chad disagree with that because the force like skyping that they do now, they wound up that on this one. I think there's a lot of things the Last Jedi shows what the force can do that they continued on in Episode Nine. Yeah, that whole why force would, skyping why would you thing. Why have to watch Episode Eight to see the force skyping? What do you mean? Why would you have to watch that to understand? The to understand force the force can do that to see that it's possible because they one upped it on this one. If you didn't see the Last Jedi and then suddenly they're like they're having battles with their minds, like it would make no sense. They'd be like, oh, but I, I just watched episode nine and saw Ray force heal a serpent. Yes, I no, saw but we saw that in the Mandalorian. Just... Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you, I, you know I, they I listen. Understand you know. that, but but I just watched episode nine and saw Ray force heal a serpent, and I didn't see that in any of the other episodes. How do you understand it then? <laughs> okay, but the Mandalorian clearly came out on Wednesday because the Star Wars was open that weekend. And uh, they showed Force right. Heal right before they showed it on the big screen. I'm like, yeah. No, I, I understand that. But it's like, so Snoke said that he was the one doing the whole Force scaping thing when obviously that's not the case. But he was. So, no, they totally just retconned that whole thing because Snoke was a puppet. No, but they already had the now. connection. They became more powerful in the Force. It makes sense they could do it after he was dead. I don't think that needs to be explained. And also, the reason why you need to watch Last Jedi, which is why I love this trilogy, Kylo Ren's arc is fantastic through all these movies. Like I the will say they saved Kylo Ren's arc, yes. So, but again, Last Jedi I, is a big part of him when he becomes kind of, like, he becomes the supreme leader. He kind of co- falls into his own, and he's still conflicted, but he's kind of going all the way to the dark. I think Last Jedi does a great job with him as a character, and Episode Nine finished it for me, and I love Kylo Ren. See I like what they did with Kylo Ren. I didn't love what they did with Kylo Ren. Like, I, I like the whole redemption he turned, but like... Oh, by the way, spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> spoilers for this whole thing. Watch, you can be able to podcast and get to the point like, this son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. His whole, like... He was, like, almost turning so much in episode 8... That when he like does in episode nine, it's not like this huge transformation where you're like, oh my gosh, I, like now it all makes sense with Kylo Ren. It's like, well, he's kind of been almost doing this for like a movie and a half now. But that's what I think was, it makes his character so interesting. He is very conflicted, and you can feel that. I think he does a good job of being conflicted. But and you kind of don't you don't know which side of the coin he's gonna land on. You know, it doesn't compare to like the Darth Vader. Um character arc to me because Darth Vader was bad and like was really bad and turned good where this guy was just like eh I kind of I really want to be bad but I just don't he know if I can his, do he it he killed his dad well some how much be- more bad can you be? I just stabbed my dad with a lightsaber yeah I'm not that bad some people say that <laughs> yeah, Han Solo he, did it himself but he wasn't no but that doesn't make sense he, kind of in this I mean, he wasn't not, totally in even invested in that yeah, kill yeah, either killed. I mean he needed his dad to help him but didn't you love that scene? I mean, I I don't know why Han somehow showed up. Like, he's like, hey, by the way, son. It's like, oh. And he did the whole thing again. He threw out the lightsaber. I thought that was really cool. Made me tear up a little bit. I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah, I thought that was great. Harrison Ford came back. And yep. also, like, the Luke, Sky- like, Luke Skywalker being the... Like, when he grabs that lightsaber, when she throws it, and then raises the X-Wing, you cannot tell me that was... Like, I'm sitting in the theater like, just, just, just! <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great, too. Like, so, everyone that got mad about Luke's story arc, like, they did such a good job of them for the brief parties in 9. Like, I, I don't think you can even be mad at it. Like, it's just cool how, it, like, when he grabs the lightsaber, he's like, then he trains Ray, and like, hey, I'm sorry, I failed and stuff. I thought that was awesome. 
So I guess episode my again episode nine for me I didn't need it to blow my mind I needed to give me a nice concrete story and actually finish it well and I think it did a great job with that I mean if you like Star Wars you should like this movie yeah yeah yep. I'll definitely agree with that I think that's why that's why the audience score is so much higher than the critic score as far as you know did they definitely play off a lot of nostalgia and fan service definitely yeah. But oh, when you're yeah. a huge fan of Star Wars, do you kind of need a little bit of that? Yeah, you're, you're closing up the series. You want to have like a nice like boxed in story, whatever you want to call it. They do, there was a part of you, the, the you first... need nice closure to this. Yeah, because uh, like in my mind, I think Episode Six to the actual saga itself is a good close point. But then this this new trilogy definitely needed a good closing point, and I think this did a decent job of closing up the saga. It did a great job of closing up this trilogy. The one thing that they're missing out, which kind of pissed me off, especially the second viewing, no Anakin Skywalker. Yes, that that was you could but, the second time you watch it, you feel it, you feel it lacking. Like he, yeah, he need yeah, to be there in some the capacity. Thing I will, the thing I will say on that is that I was initially really pissed off about that as well, but I will say that. They put in little tidbits, like Palpatine said that he had already died once before, everything like that. So, I mean, Anakin did fulfill his purpose. They didn't totally take that away. But they kind of did. Like, six. But because no, he didn't show up in the movie, did. you kind of feel like wrong, he but really they didn't wasn't. totally take it away like I thought they would have if he didn't show up. Yeah. I do feel like Anakin's legacy is ruined a little bit looking back. Like, look, look. I mean, it, he didn't feel yeah, as important as they made him out, out the be. window in my mind. Like his legacy is just thrown out the window in this. Yeah, which is, which is, uh, why which is unfortunate. It's a decent. But... It's an okay closure to the saga. It's a great closure to this trilogy. Absolutely, and I, I think that's where you got to take it. Like we can talk about the prequels. It, when it comes, obviously the original trilogy, no one can really touch that. Is obviously still my favorite trilogy out of these three. Mm-hmm. But I would say I think I like this one because. This one more than I did the prequel trilogy, like from start to finish. This the, this trilogy or yeah, seven the... like seven eight nine. I wouldn't go that far personally. I would. I don't and, know. And I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do love me some prequels, as you guys know. No, yeah, no, but I, I, I think Attack of the Clones is so weak of a movie that, like, I feel like obviously we disagree on Last Jedi because I still love that film. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the way Nine did to Last Jedi, like a lot of people are saying, like, yeah, I can kind of, like, I'm not mad at Last Jedi anymore because Nine kind of fixed it. Yeah, the I would kind of agree it. with that because a lot of the stuff that like Episode Eight did wrong, this movie, to me at least, in the grand scheme of things, fixed. Like, there's still yep. some parts about Last Jedi that still just kind of piss me off when like I see it. But like the fact that Rose had no part in Episode Nine, I thought was perfect because she had no yep. purpose in Episode Eight either. Um, where and like we didn't have any casino missions, so that was really nice. Yeah, I was that totally was missing those on this one. <laughs> Did you feel like Poe's story was kind of a little forced though? Suddenly, suddenly, it's like, oh yeah, now he has a shady backstory out of like literally. Because like the first, I'm not gonna lie, the first 45 minutes of this movie, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna hate this film. Like it, it does, it throws so much at you, and it just felt like it felt forced right off the bat. I literally was not looking for it. Like, I didn't think I was going to end up loving this movie as much as I did. See, I think that's one of the reasons why when I first saw it, I did not fall in love with it. Just because 
certain aspects like that took me out of the movie for just long enough where and there's so much going on especially in the beginning where if you're taken out of the movie at all in the beginning you're gonna miss so much yeah don't pee ever during this film (laughs) no do not pee (laughs) do not pee (laughs) let me just say i love the opening sequence though oh when he's getting the the sith um like that holocron or whatever anakin the locator uh, uh, the Anakin or the Darth Vader like cult people. He's just mowing down with his lightsaber. Yeah. Was it just me? Or was the the beginning crawl really really short this time? <laughs> it was like, hey, here's where we at. Let's go. <laughs> Which I was okay yeah, I with, know. but it, it just I thought they had more to say. I'm like, oh, we're we're done. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I think it's crazy that's Mustafar now though. What do you mean? The opening sequence. It was on Mustafar. Yeah. They had planet healing or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I did like, not. Before Mustafar turned into a lava planet, it was actually pretty lush and a very lively planet. And then I can't remember exactly what the whole thing was. Uh, I want somebody had tried to abuse something that was on the planet. I can't remember what it is. Uh, but basically, a backlash and the planet turned to lava basically and now we're not sure why it's why it's healing itself but the theory is that it's because darth vader was redeemed basically so i didn't actually pay attention to the fact it was mustafar that's kind of stupid actually why because there's no reason for it like why would why not just keep it a lava planet like there's no reason to change the landscape I don't I mean, know. That's what Disney's been doing, though. So, <laughs> listen, Mickey Mouse is like, come to your house. Bro. I don't know. I'll do what I want. <laughs> hey, man, Disney is um, yeah. I guess the biggest things about about it is I didn't love that they brought Palpatine back. I know that like that might have been their plan all along, and I I did love the fact that she was Palpatine's granddaughter. But yep. I didn't love that they brought him back and exactly how they brought him back. Frankenberry. Yeah, like, to me, like, zombie Palpatine really isn't that great of a villain as far as you know it's such a terrible thing that it can't actually, like, win or, like, at all succeed. Because you're like, there's no way zombie Palpatine's going to be, like, the victor at the end of this movie. Not that, like, you know, if you have a Darth Vader, like, maybe, or, you know, a character that's, that's bad but not, like, an evil, evil emperor that's also a zombie... I don't know. Like, to me, that just took me out of, like, this suspense a little bit because I'm like, let me guess. But Right, and it, it wasn't a question of whether or not he was going to die for me. It's like, well, how are you going to kill him now? I mean, if he was dead once before, isn't he just going to come back after you kill him at the no, end of the movie, I too? Think there was, I was listening to Star Wars Theory before I saw this movie. They were talking about that there was, like, canon, not canon. I can't remember. Oh. It was like that there was a plan that he had planned this all along. Joel? Hello? Joel. Joel. Hi. <laughs> Hi. You decided to stroke out for a second or what? <laughs> yeah, you stroked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. No, no but I was so saying... So you were it, listening it, to Star Wars Theory before what? That's right, when so you cut out. There was a Star Wars Theory that apparently that Palpatine, just like with the clone, when he had the clone army originally, like he was had a really good gift of foresight, like one of the best. Yep. And so he had a contingency plan if he were to ever die. Like this was... If he was to ever be taken down, this was supposed to happen. Like all the the construction of all the star destroyers and all that was planned ahead of time, which right, again right. makes sense. And this is another question I have. So, 
Palpatine had all these Star Destroyer, basically Death Star weapons that he was going to deploy to all the planets, basically. Basically destroy all the planets. What was, what would there have been left to rule? He didn't want to, dude. He's petty. He's like, if I can't rule, no one gets to rule. That's kind of. I think that's kind of like how he was. Oh, I didn't think they were attacking uh-huh. all the planets. I thought they were like attacking all the main rebel ones. I think anyone that went against their rule, they were just going to sh- kill him. Yeah, if they went against yeah. them. But it's not like they were just going to like go and mow down every single planet ever. They would just be like, oh, are you, you rebels? You don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, man. Zombie okay. Palpatine's kind of a little cuckoo. Papa Palpatine. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I love this movie. <laughs> also, I really wish, really wish they would have had the balls to kill Ray. They, they did when they, when she died. No, I'm she like, dead, dude. When, when she died, I'm like, this is a bold move. There's no way yeah. they're gonna leave this. And then they didn't. I'm like, come on, guys. But like, see, with Kylo Ren's story, like he, after all the bad things he did, like I said, there has to like in movies. There's kind of like you can't, you can be redeemed, but you can't come back from that. Like him giving up his life for Ray's made sense. But you, yeah, can. you can't. You can't live after doing that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that, dude. Yeah, you can. That's, that's Look at it. Hitler. Look what he did. Yeah. That's an even more powerful <laughs> redemption story, though. Is when people have to learn to live with what they've done. Is a exactly. more powerful redemption story. Where I'm like, I I liked it. I didn't love it just because I'm like, that would have been one of those moments that I'm like, you like you seriously just killed Ray, the the hero of this, and then you pass now the torch on to Kylo Ren, who has to learn to live with himself and like everybody else still kind of hating him like he has to like grow into that hero that she was i'm like that would have been like that would have like shot the movie up to like great movie for me where it was still like i loved it it was enjoyable like the star wars fan of me but like the movie itself would have been a lot higher you sound as conflicted as kylo ren (laughs) yes (laughs) the other thing i absolutely loved in this is it brought in the essence transfer i figured that would get you get you going palpatine's like, plan love this part. <laughs> was, no palpatine's plan i think was great getting ray to kill him and then basically transfer his essence into her body so it does kind of bring light to my theory a little bit i don't know why i would have changed his name though that's the only thing but well, like the theory also, that- here i did have a little gripe like it was let, let Joe finish. Well, he's not gonna have anything. Like to my say. theory that Palpatine has been Plagueis this whole time. What? No, it's just a little the theory Darth I have. It's yeah, nothing no, but big. But talk? you hear the the uh, legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise. We know that Darth Plagueis was real and everything, but he figured out how to remain immortal using the dark side of the Force. Darksiders cannot use Force heal. They can only use force essence transfer. So, with Palpatine killing Plagueis then, Plagueis could have transferred his essence into Palpatine's body, and that's how he's been living all this time. Plagueis is probably this ancient Sith that's been living longer than really any dark side user out there. So, I mean, he could have just been transferring his essence from body to body, and Palpatine is Plagueis. Hmm. Cool theory. Yeah. Nice story, bro. You should tell the parties. Yeah. <laughs> All the it's just a little you. theory I have. Like, that just kind of popped into my <laughs> head one day. And I'm like, hey. You know you stole that that's... theory from someone else, Joe. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. That, I no, no, honestly did, then he killed that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Still say like, hey, that's sweet theory. <laughs> no, t- well, technically, th- he probably took 
his essence into Joel. So you it... took someone's essence, Joel? <laughs> yeah. That's Sorry. Nice. That's just rude, dude. Um, I what I was gonna say though, um, there was one the scene where like he's like his plan's great, but the one like he's sitting there like and now like he's giving the step by step to what Ray's gonna do. I'm like, all right, this is dumb. Like, just like she'll draw her lightsaber, then she will read a book, then have a cup of coffee, and then stab me. Like, like it kind of like come on, like you just hey, he he had to perform for all the cultists there. No, but it was awesome when Ray had the lightsaber pulled behind him, and then it goes away and passed it on to Kylo Ren. Like that whole scene when he takes on the knights was so awesome. Like yeah, I, mean, I did all the like problems- that. Like. I was really confused with the whole items dropping in random places during the, like, four Skype calls. And then the lightsaber thing just made it all worth it. See, that's what I said. There's definitely, if you want to, if we want to sit down and nitpick this movie, we definitely can. It definitely has some issues. But I think as far as, like, we talked about fan service, it does such a good job and took such good care of, like, the characters and the material they were working with that, like, it's hard to get mad at the movie for its faults. Yeah, it, it's like, hard I, to I get left mad very at satisfied the movie both itself, times. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted out of the, this. Is exactly what I told Cole because me and Cole before we saw the movie, like, oh, we're gonna fight about this movie. It was really weird because like we had this like moment like after it's like, yeah, we're kind of on the same page with this movie. Like it was weird. <laughs> so I think I think we're kind of all on board with it. I think this is a, a solid end. But the more I think about it, I feel like the last or the Return of the Jedi, Anakin's like sacrifice is kind of null and voided almost now. Because he comes back, so he didn't really do anything. Yeah, but you also got to pay attention to Hayden Christensen's line when he's talking to Ray, like basically telling her that you need to bring balance to the Force as I once did. So he fulfilled his prophecy. One little side note that I was thinking about is like Anakin, Darth Vader actually brought a lot more balance to the Force than you realize, as far as the Force wasn't super balanced. You know, the Jedi are like, oh, like, it's balanced. I'm like, there's a billion Jedi and, like, two Sith. That doesn't seem very balanced to me. Right. Where in actuality, now it's, like, actually fairly balanced. Like, you have a couple Jedi, you have a couple Sith. These are, like, the keepers of your tradition where, like, he actually, not only in destroying the Sith at the time, but, you know, actually bringing that balance into the Force, I think, was absolutely cool. And I will say this. I know they said they're not going to do another one. Don't make another continuation of this story. This no, needs to be done no. right here. Yep. We got the Mandalorian. Stop Give us there. some side stories. Give us Obi Wan Kenobi TV show on Disney Plus. Do not bring these characters back anymore. Right. But now that you see it's, what I found interesting, the Mandalorian kind of came out like this. The season's been going on, and now that Rise of Skywalker came out, I wonder if they're going to throw some tidbits in there connecting to this trilogy. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think they will in season one anymore, but it wouldn't surprise me for season two. How many episodes are left in season one? I think there's only like a couple left. I'm not exactly sure, though. Probably. Also, just side note, just because I wanted to see it more, I was hoping they would tie more of like Ray being able to use like Force Lightning in a little more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I always forget. I I try to black out that scene, the reason why. It's good when they try to say, Chewie's dead. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> like, shut your mouth. I was like, you're not going to kill Chewie like that. I was about to be royally pissed off. No, I, no, I was too. That they actually if that's how he died, where you see him off screen just killed because Ray's like, oh no, I pulled too hard. 
Yeah, dies in the most unnoble way possible. It's like, no. <laughs> I was about to be really pissed. Yo, I know, I was too. But there was a guy, like, sitting, like, next to us that like, we didn't know, and he's like, there's no way he's dead, dude. I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> because if he's dead, he's gonna literally, this is going to piss more fans off worse than The Last Jedi if you kill Chewie like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, like, it's one of those things that she could, like, she could use it. Like, I don't know. I was just like, okay, like, what are you going to do with it? I almost felt like, kind of like a red herring thing where it's like oh she can do this where like you know like generally only sith use it but like but she, she, used it. she was kind of slipping to the dark i think that was like because ray's very conflicted in this movie too and uh-huh. like i feel like she was going more and more to the dark side because of her frustration and fear and all yes that but like you bring a cool power like that in and then like it was literally all it was i was like oh, okay i, I just want to see more what do we think of leia being trained by luke I was perfectly okay with that. Oh, that which, again, cool. that whole scene in The Last Jedi where she uses fourth ball makes way more sense now. You guys go, shut I still, up. I still don't care for that scene. I don't care for that scene either. But, but it makes sense. Like, oh, we one, know. one of my friends that we went with was just pissed off about that scene. Oh, he, was he was so he, mad. He was so butthurt about it, dude. See, I had absolutely no problem with that. Because then that, that brings merit to Ray's training and yep. everything. The books plus yep. training from somebody who actually knows what the hell they're talking about. It brings merit to that whole thing. Yeah. I, I have no issue with that. I'm like, it was cool that Leia had a lightsaber passed down. I thought that was awesome. Yep, I thought that was great. The I didn't love it. was a lightsaber! What? The staff was a lightsaber. Oh, I'm dull. Her <laughs> lightsaber at the end? Yeah, I know! That was totally from the staff. Yeah, duh. Wait, so why was her lightsaber yellow? Because Casey was also freaking out about that part. Oh my god, dude! So, oh yeah, a group of friends that we have just so the, the listeners know, like all five of them now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> After the whole spoiler, we didn't warn about spoilers. Like, yeah. Fuck! We'll just have to put that in the title. Yeah, yeah no, we don't. We definitely put spoilers. <laughs> um, but oh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, so Casey's my buddy. Um, our buddy Casey's there and he was making we were kind of poking fun at the movie but like in a jesting way and he leaves it like yeah you hated that movie too I'm like no I loved it he's like what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like, he, like and he's a big Star Wars fan too and like it was weird he was the only one I've talked to that like went to the movie and said they hated it like and I didn't get why he hated it see and if I'm gonna be completely honest I walked out of the theater just like really not knowing what to think and then the more I thought about it I actually kind of got pissed off when I thought about it. And now since then, the more I think about it, the more I've been able to truly digest this it. Is the movie, and I'm falling more and more in love with it. This is honestly. the movie I saw yesterday as well. You need to see it twice because now you know where it's going from start to finish. Because they, like you said, throws a ton at you. Like uh-huh. now going back and you're like, all right, now I know what's going to happen so I can actually pay attention to the side details. Um, I still liked it just as much. Like it didn't take anything away from me. I would highly recommend watching this twice though. Yep. Highly recommend watching it at least twice. Yeah, see, I guess... I'm going to watch it 52 times, but... I'm the opposite of Joel, probably, because pure enjoyment level, I'm like, this movie's great. I'm like, I feel like if I watch it again, I would find a lot more problems with it. Like, if I... Whatever, dude, you own Batman vs. Superman. That's true. My Secret (laughs) Santa this year gave it to me. Thank you, Secret Santa. (laughs) Anyway. I'd find that Secret Santa and say, you're never buying me a present ever again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whatever. But, like, this movie... Like, when I watched it, there were some things I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I like that. But, you know, by the end, I was like, okay, you know, it's a great movie. Where 
I feel like if I did watch it again, I would find more stuff that I didn't really like. Like, little stuff like how they try and bring Lando back into it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I went with Luke to go find the Sith. I'm like, since when does Luke need Lando to drive him around? And like, why did Luke leave yeah. him in a desert? Like, whatever. Whatever, Lando! <laughs> <laughs> like, there's stuff like that where I'm like, that's very convenient that you can bring Lando into it. And yeah, like, oh, hey, we've... Lando saves us. Oh, you happen to know about the two Sith things you have a li- on your little hologram there for us? That's great. Where I'm like, <laughs> also, That's also, convenient. also, though. Did anyone else? The second time it was even weirder how he said it. This is the worst scripted <laughs> moment ever. I know exactly. He's like, give Leia my love, and he says like, give Leia my love, like all tribe and stuff. He's like, no, give it. I'm like, this is no, this is not cool, dude. And <laughs> like, then she's like, give it to her yourself. Give it to yourself. It's like, and he's like sitting there, I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Like, why would you say it like that? that that's the one part that George Lucas wrote. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to let you give one script. <laughs> one script line. Yep, this seems about right. Give us a Lando. <laughs> I expected him like, to like, give a wink or something, like, give him my love. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, um, Lando, Lando, the one, uh, the second movie, Lando's kind of forced pretty bad in this film. Like, you didn't need see, him in there. I, I don't mind Lando after he gets introduced. His introduction was just, yeah, we've I went over that just now. I do not mind him in the battle whatsoever. Yeah, no, that, felt, that, that made sense because every, no, I mean, everybody. No, that made sense. But, like, the whole be- first half that he's in it, like I said, like, why yeah. is Luke taking Lando to go find Sith stuff? That makes no sense. Luke he and Lando, right. he was just a little lonely. They were never buddies. They never had any connection like that. You like, think him and exactly. him got in a big fight? He's like, no, he's my friend now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can go find the Sith all crowd together. Why don't now, you date my other, sister? <laughs> the last big thing that actually kind of pissed me off is the very end. Oh, it, like it, the it was fantastic <laughs> with the bearing the lightsabers at the moisture farm. Absolutely love that. Oh, Going back there, ending it where it all began. Love that. Yeah, that was Ray awesome. Skywalker pissed me off. Yeah, that was, and she waited like she's like, "What should I say?" Yep. Like she's like, "Ray, wait for it." Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we yeah. all know she's gonna say yeah, it. No like, one's confused. I, I did not like that. Own own up to the fact that you're a Palpatine. I realize that that's probably a hard name to live over, but just accept it and move on with that. But see, but we go back to it because um, there was a theory that it was Palpatine's granddaughter to like begin with, right? Oh, I totally yeah, was that- on board with that theory. That yeah. was Star Wars theories theory. Actually. Yeah, I know, but um, it but it was that's why you said that um, oh, they didn't plan to do this. Well, the jabby motion stuff, and you definitely like the more I paid attention when once I found out about this theory, like no one fights with a lightsaber like that. No, I'm not saying it wasn't planned to have Ray be a Palpatine. I'm saying it wasn't necessarily planned. I don't think to have Palpatine in it the entire time. No matter what J.J. Abrams says. Yeah, but to me, J.J. Abrams are best friends and he told me and I trust him, so... (laughs) See, I know he said that he wanted to have Palpatine in there from the beginning and I don't doubt that necessarily, but I doubt that it was planned all along to have Palpatine in it. I mean, planned or not planned, I think, again, I mean, we could literally go through this movie for probably hours (laughs) if we wanted to. Um, I'm satisfied with the movie. Like, again, there are definitely parts like I said, I think the good, like when I talked about the Phantom Menace, the good definitely outweighs the bad in this film. 
If you yep. really want to nitpick it, you definitely can. There are parts like, like for example, and this still, especially the second viewing. Well, they only have this festival once every forty-two years. Why? Why did you make it once every forty-two years? It makes no sense to say once no. a year. Yeah, but do you, but it was forty-two years since the original Star Wars came out. Yeah, but you didn't. Said you said, oh, they have this festival once a year. That's already lucky enough. Once every forty-two years, you just happen to show up, and then the movie just spits in your face like, "Wow, we got lucky." That doesn't explain it, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Force works in mysterious ways. Yeah, no, um, like I don't like. I get the Force bring them all together. There's a lot of coincidence in Star Wars, C-3PO but that was pretty did ridiculous. Annoy the hell out of me, <laughs> huh? C three PO annoyed the hell out. of I me. I thought he was actually at his funniest, and I'm glad he got his memory wiped. Little <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just. It was just, like, C-3PO has always been the kind of annoying background secondary character. But, I mean, he was just in-your-face annoying He always is, though. half the movie. Not in-your-face like that. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. In Force Awakens, he's literally in-your-face. He's like, hi, I'm back. <laughs> I just want to punch his little stupid droid face. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't that much. I'm saying it, it's a side character that's always been a little bit, like, a little bit of a rose thorn, you know. There's rose, but yet there's a thorn sticking in your finger. <laughs> Thanks for explaining it. Are you in love with this droid, man? <laughs> like, he's like a rose. Yes, a rose, a a rose by any other name would smell sweet. <laughs> but no, it's like, this one, I mean... Uh, no, I, I did not like C-3PO's character in this one. Also, 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 if you want to nitpick, second time, this is blatantly apparent. Why would you have him be able to translate Sith, but can't do it? I can't say anything about it. It makes it's no forbidden. sense. Huh? But it's why forbidden. teach him the language then? He he already came programmed with it. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker programmed him. How do you know about the Sith? He didn't program him. He just rebuilt him. That's true. I didn't know this either. See, this is why I can't talk to you guys, okay? There's no <laughs> these little tidbits. You guys read the book. Like, I don't uh-huh. read books. I just <laughs> count on Joel that's for true. that. The doctor who's never read a book. That's true. <laughs> just ace on my test. But, no. Cheater. I guess, yeah, my, my biggest problems with the movie, like, just looking back on it, were more like the convenience things, like the Lando. And or, there's, there's like, a lot of them. I'm going to go and find this girl that totally hates me because I betrayed her, and then she's going to give me the only medallion that she could ever use to get out of this place just so that I can go save somebody she doesn't know. Like, I'm like, okay, that seems a little forced. She was a very convenient character. Yeah, like, there, there was, like, those convenient people where, like, like, we need to, like, kind of put this in here and we don't know how to do it. So let's just make it as convenient as possible because we got a lot of stuff to pack in here. So, like, it it works overall because you still get a good movie. But there's a lot of stuff where you're like, you know, I, I can see why, like, a critic, like, a harsh critic just watching this movie would find a ton of stuff to not like about it. And I think that's why the critics kind of, like, panned it. Because you can tell this is a movie for the fans. It is not a movie to say, hey, we're going to be an amazing Oscar-winning movie. And that's the difference. If you go into this one and you get your mind blown, you probably won't. Exactly. But this is like the most Star Wars a movie has felt, I would say, since since the prequels. Rogue one. I would I would say it felt more more Star Wars than any any of the new movies that came out, even Force Awakens. Because Force Awakens was like one of those weird where it like it kind of felt Star Wars, but it was kind of surreal because I was like deja vu more. Where this is yep. like, this feels more like in the spirit of Star Wars, like, you know, you're continuing on with the story, you're not like remaking the story, you're, you're doing a lot of the things that you would expect to see in a Star Wars movie, you know, bringing a couple new things in that you hadn't seen before, like, oh, okay, you know, like, that whole, like, yeah, first it, there were four Skyping, 
and now they can actually like transfer objects through their Forest Skype. You're like, which what? was really, and that's why I said like they like leveled that up, and I thought it was really cool. Those scenes are awesome. And yep. again, that's what I said. Like, why I liked the Last Jedi gave me something new about the Force, and then it evolved. This movie does that too, and I really appreciate it because it. it they said like this movie didn't take any risks. They kind of did. It showed us some new stuff that might not go well with everyone. Like, I'm sure Casey hates the movie because, like, oh, four Skype when you can actually physically be there and fight with a lightsaber? That's dumb as F. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's, if you take stuff, like, Star Wars, and oh, by the way, the thing I loved about this movie, shout out to the humor and the writing. I think it's the best Star Wars writing we've had. There's some real funny moments with the characters. I thought there was good chemistry. There, There is. I think some of the humor is still too... Marvel humor. It's not Marvel, Joe. It's Star Wars. I know, but it's Marvel-esque humor is what I'm saying. You're being way too critiquey about this. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't really feel like that. I thought that they did a little bit more of the banter. That you, maybe you could say is more like a Marvel type movie. But like Marvel does where like they set up an epic moment and then they undercut it with humor all the time. Where like... yeah. In yeah, so, they sell the some, emotion. The emotion in some right movies, down. it really works, but in other movies, it doesn't at all. Like, say, like Captain Marvel, to me, like it didn't work when they tried to undercut their cool moments with humor because they just fell flat. Very flat. Where like, See, this, uh, I this they left cool, their sorry. cool moments be while they're bantering, just walking around. They're gonna like maybe throw some of that at you, but they didn't really undercut any of the cool moments. Otherwise, yeah, that would have been like a sour taste in my mouth that they would have tried to. No, do they that. they let the serious no, I, moments I, be serious. I agree with that. I I think the Last Jedi was one of them where it was just way too much humor in your face, kind of like I don't know, like I don't know how to explain it. It, it the humor just did not work for me in the Last Jedi. This one it worked better. But it still it didn't leave a sour taste in my mouth. But it wasn't that great either. I could take it or leave it. In that case, I'll take it. So. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can leave it all you want. Okay, <laughs> if it's there, well, I don't I mind. Think, so we got to rate. I've... We got to rate this movie now. Um, I think we also after this, stay tuned for our thoughts on the new trilogy. Where we'll be going over Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and this as a whole. So, if you thought we did a good job with this. Stay tuned. There's more. If not, run away. Well, there, nobody's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that movie. <laughs> um, but I will give it um, – I'll actually give this an 8. I, I thought it was – I'm satisfied. I saw it twice, and I, I'm still comfortable with giving it an 8. I think – like, again, there's definitely moments, as we talked about, you can nitpick if you want. Or you can – if you're going to nitpick this movie, you're going to have a bad time. You want to sit back and enjoy a fun Star Wars film? I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'm Me gonna, next, or you? I'm going to go with Sam and Jake. I, I was in the theater. I wanted to give it an eight and a half. Yeah, and then I thought about it for half a second. I'm like, no, nah, I, like, the most I can give it is an eight because there are so many things that you could nitpick where I'm like, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It wrapped everything up. It's an eight. I, but Don't make any more. Yeah, don't make like, any more. And, yeah, like, you can go through this movie with, like, not much effort at all and find a bunch of things you don't like. But yep. overall, it's kind of like Endgame for me. I enjoyed Endgame. It did a great job. There was a bunch of e- issues you, you in there. Watch your mouth. There was a bunch of issues that I didn't like, but I'm like I still like it. You can't like. There's nothing wrong with it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, for for me, and 
I need to watch it again, and it it's more than likely going to go up a half a point here. But I'm going to be at a 7.5. Whoa. I need to watch it again. I'm almost positive it's going to go up half a point to an 8. I, I cannot give it more than an 8, though. <laughs> I totally thought you'd give him this eight and a half, dude. I totally. Well, I was thinking he was gonna lowball like like a six and a half, seven. No, no, I'm giving it a seven and a half because it has grown on me quite a bit since I've digested it. But I need to watch it again to give it a really good rating. Eight is definitely gonna be the best I'm gonna be able to give it. I know that right now. Yeah, but, and that's the problem. It, there are moments, like we said, that kind of makes it preventive from being a nine or a ten. Like there well, are moments that. You I just thought, can't really get over completely. Yeah, opening scene to, like, initial, like, few minutes, they were nailing it. Uh, it had me like, I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Then they kind of, like, petered out throughout the middle, and then they wrapped it up well at the end again, where I'm like, okay. like. And being the only person that's seen it two times, like, that's what – I don't I – don't, I think you guys will agree with this when you see it a second time. The bad stuff still – because, like, now that I'm actually paying attention to the movement, I could have, like, nitpicked it now I know what's going to happen. Like, they, it's so weird because, like, the, all the emotions you have right away is, like, I'm going to hate this movie again. I'm like, oh, wait, no, they do all these things really well towards the end. Like, you kind of forgive it. Like, you almost, you're almost forced to. It's like, you know what? You did a good job, so I'm not going to get mad at you. It's like if your yep. wife punched you in the face and you were mad at her, but then she made you a really nice bacon egg breakfast and gave it to you in bed. It's like, I can forgive you for that punch in the face. <laughs> what kind of life do you live? Hey, man, I'm wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super wild. I get breakfast in bed. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway I think uh, overall we can all agree go see it go see it it's enjoyable yes and don't stay off Facebook if you haven't seen it stay off social media it will get ruined for you that's why yeah. we all saw it this weekend I feel because if you didn't see it this weekend at some point something was going to be ruined for you yep and actually I don't know why you'd be listening to this because we have a bunch of spoilers so if you listen to this and haven't seen it shame on you <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, Bruiser Review signing off I think we're good